Welcome to You Are Divine with host Rachel Corpus. Life can be challenging at times. Your angels, guides, and loved ones are here to help you tap into the abundance, joy, and potential that are waiting for you. Let's find out what the universe has in store for you. You are divine. Now, here is Rachel Corpus. Hello, beloveds. Thank you for joining me today on You Are Divine on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. As I love to say to you each week, it's on purpose that we found each other, isn't it? Because as I sit here ready to tap into the wonderful potential and love of the universe that's meant for you, all of that love, mm, I have to tell you, just resonates in the room that I'm in. And I have to believe that the love that we share together when we channel your loved ones and your angels must have this beautiful ripple effect to the rest of the universe. And it seems like there's a lot of love that's needed right now. I try to keep away from the news as much as I can. I look at CNN on my phone a couple times a day just to know what's happening. And then I try to send a prayer of love because often when I read those things, I think, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? What do I do sitting here in West Des Moines, Iowa, on my couch, in my jammies? What do I do about this thing? And the angels tell us that if we're open and we listen, we'll be told what we're supposed to do. And in the meanwhile, send love. That's something tangible that you can do. And speaking of angels, today we are going to channel your angels and loved ones to have a full hour of some beautiful live psychic readings. Oh, I use the psychic word. That's right, because that's my gift. And sometimes when we hear the word psychic, a lot of things come to our mind. Crystal balls, um, Halloween, mystical, magical things. And isn't that wonderful? Don't you love that that comes to mind? And also, that's not exactly how I get my gift. Uh, So, yes, I hear you angels. They're saying, move it along, Rach. There's people on the line. I hear you. I hear you. So a little bit about me. I was born with this gift, and it blossomed in about the last five years through some losses that I think many of, many of those would resonate with you, loss of child, uh, shifts in career, some, um, I was knocked on my butt with a mental breakdown for a few years, and uh, through all of those things, you know, I, I wondered, wondered every day, what the heck is happening um, what what will happen to me? What, what is this change I'm feeling? Am I dying? Hmm, the opposite. I was getting ready to be born again. And when I was born again, all of these gifts blossomed. And I'm the same as you. You've all had things happen to you where you've thought, wow, how am I going to get to tomorrow? How am I going to get into the next five minutes? And when we can look back at those times, we realize, oh, that was our origin story. Oh, right. Here we go. So today I get to use my gifts to help you. And I'm not alone. I work with my collective. The collective are my angels and loved ones who have passed and some ascended masters who step forward to help me connect to your holy help. Anything and everything's on the table today. So call in. Be open for what the angels have to say to you what your loved ones have to say to you, and also come to the table with something specific. I'm going to ask you, what do you want to talk about today? What's on your heart? And the more you help me with those details, the better I can channel for you. 
We're going to go right to our callers today, and I've got Donna on the line. Good day, Donna. How are you? I'm good, sweetheart. How are you? Oh, I'm just wonderful. Oh, your voice just fills me with love. Thank you for that. <laughs> I send it right back to you. Donna, you, how can I help how can I help you today? Um, I've been struggling with something and I think a lot of other people might struggle with the same thing with having lost someone that um it was my husband's brother that they had a, mm. a huge falling out before he passed and um Things never got patched up, and I I feel like my kids were especially um, hurt by this, and not just feelings and emotional, but they were explicitly left out of family heirlooms and Mm. and any decisions, and, and it was as if they didn't exist anymore, and he spent a lot of time at our home and at our table. He went to all of their events. You know, we had, we thought we had such a great relationship and they adored him. Mm-hmm. And it was as if because he and his brother had a falling out that, that our children didn't matter anymore. And that it, it hurts me to see them deal with that when they'll have a memory of him pop up and they'll laugh and talk and then they get real sad and real quiet. Right. Because they know they right. don't have anything of his to hold on to or anything of their grandmothers or their grandfathers. He, he had it all and he, he mm-hmm. left it all to one person, one, you know, and they, they have nothing to hang on to of their heritage. Now, what's your husband's brother's name? Rod. Rod. Okay. First of all, let me just tell you, not channeling, but from me to you, I'm so sorry that your family is going through that. Um, that that's really hard. L- losing someone is hard enough. And then when we have those right. earthly layers of um, not having uh, things resolved and then the stuff comes into the picture too, who gets the stuff? And, and right. we always... We, we can say conceptually that the stuff doesn't matter. You can't take it with you. And yet when we're grieving and we really, we need something to hold on to, having the thing in our hand that belonged to the person yes. really helps. So when that gets taken from us, it's very hard. Um, yes. And so the person that was left to, is that is that Rob's wife? No. Rod, no. Okay. It was, some of it was left to the monitor. Some of it was left to a person who was kind of like his wife. It was another niece and nephew. Oh, that, okay. Um, okay, and that hurts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, and we are very, I have a lot of things that my mom had, and, and, and my kids know that, and they, they love that we use those on special holidays and, you know, things like that. And, and so, the, so that's the time we, as a family, are like that, that they know yeah. that was grandma. And, yes, you know, right. Um, and it means a lot when we put that bowl on the table, you know, or okay. we use her platter every Christmas yes. holiday, every Thanksgiving, yes. every Easter. We use the, the platter that she used. Yes, of course. And, I, that's the same in my family, yeah. too. It's it's a beautiful t- yeah. tradition. It's how we keep that memory it of our, our loved ones alive. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call Rod to the table, if that's okay. Is it okay if he's here today? Absolutely. Okay. And then let's just do a little validation here. So. Um, could you, he's going to put, uh, put in my body how, uh, he passed away. So if you could, whew, had a little trouble getting a breath. Tell me how Rod passed yes. away. What was his passing story? 
mesothelioma. Okay. All right. So I think, thank you, Rod. And if we could just clear that. All right. So uh, first of all, this is, this is Rod's perspective of, of what's happening. Um, where he is, he's fully crossed over. He's, he's in his heaven dimension. And so it's a little easier for him because he doesn't feel the depth of emotion when it comes to grieving his loss that everybody else feels. He's into his new life. He's essentially been reborn into his heaven. And yet right. he tells me that he is aware of all of this stuff, all of these feelings happening. He is aware. And he hesitates to, to use the word regret because, again, regret is not an emotion that that exists where he is. And he uses the word aware. He's aware. Uh, he would love it if... He would love it if the perspective could shift over time from the the fight that happened and the the items being taken away. The, and he shows it to me as an ongoing fight, that this is something that is not resolved from his passing and also because of the way people who are living are behaving. He says yeah. that it will yeah. be helpful, and your angels support this by saying it will be helpful if you can go back a couple of years and start to remember Rod in the best of times. Um, I right. will say also from him that some of his behavior changed and his decision making changed because of the amount of, I don't, I don't feel it as pain, but I think it was pain. It was intense pressure. So um, having that always kind of as as an undercurrent for his life he was always feeling not well and so sometimes what came out of his mouth was pretty harsh he said yeah um please know that he is working on that and when you here's a gift from him when you and your family think about him he is not frozen in time from the moment he died as soon as he crossed over and met with his angels and his loved ones and his maker and looked at his life and began to script out to create what his life was going to be like next, the learning that he chose was how to keep showing love in an unconditional way. Because of his pain and some other, he's showing me some other parts of his life, he would often give love conditionally. And so he's working on the unconditional part of it. And so it's very possible that when he comes through to you and he's showing you signs, don't doubt that it's him. It's going to feel much more loving. It's going to feel different than this uh, break in relationship. It's going to feel peaceful and loving. I do see him going to all members of the family. And sometimes, depending on who it is, he'll link arms with them. Sometimes it'll be a side hug. Sometimes it'll be a kiss on the forehead. Um, I do see him. Was there a farm? Was he a? Is there a farm or some machinery? Because I do smell some mechanics oil when I'm with him. He worked at a factory. Okay, yeah. So the people that he cared about there, I mean, he's really coming through for everybody as part of his learning. Um, I think when it comes to stressful situations in the family, he stands in the gap for you. He will be present to just kind of um, help everything calm down and help everybody listen a little bit more. Um, He and your angels and your family's angels are on board with this healing process. He's not the only one healing. He says that all of you are healing through this and that Um, He is aware of the major part he played in this. And if he could go back, he says he would he would do it differently. He apologizes for leaving things in disarray. 
and um, the angels and Rod and all of your loved ones on the other side are praying and actively working to make this situation better. Uh, I wish you well, Donna, and and much, much love. All right. Take care, honey. Thank you, sweetie. Bye-bye. And we have Breck from Iowa. Hello, Breck. Hi. (laughs) How are you, sunshine? Oh, I'm stressed. Sorry, I have a one-year-old I'm like walking around with right now. (laughs) Okay, well, you know what? You walking around with your one-year-old is going to make your angels sing, and it's going to make things better. So don't don't classify that as a distraction. It's only going to make this time better. And just so you know, my kids are all home for spring break, so I've got that same kind of mommy stress, like, do I hear them fighting? And you know what? Let's just change that. Let's just... Um, let's just feel our children around us as a blessing <laughs> because that's the way the angels present it. So um, let's let's just let that be. And I'm so happy that you have your little one with you. How can I help you today, Breck? Well, thank you. Um, well, so I've kind of had a bad week, and yeah. I'm trying to see if um, my angels can help me out with it. Um, I think my best friend may have betrayed me. So I'm kind of trying to find out through them if they have any suggestions or some sort of guidance that they can help me with through this. Yes. Okay. And then without saying your best friend's name out loud, unless you feel comfortable, could you say that in your mind so I can hear it? Or if you do feel comfortable, say it out loud on air. But if not, say it in your mind, okay? Okay. Okay, I got it. So um, here's what your angels say. Um, the, you and your best friend um, resonate much like soulmates, and that that's beautiful and, and difficult. I don't know that you are soulmates. They're saying that you resonate like soulmates. So a lot of that energy you share is loving like sisterly love, family love. Um, because you resonate so closely, when one of you starts to move forward in your life, um, the other one sometimes can feel a little bit like, oh, that doesn't feel good. What am I doing? Uh, how come I'm, that's not happening to me? Doesn't it necessarily feel like jealousy? It feels almost like loneliness. And I feel like that's happening in this situation. And your best friend is, um, yes, yes, I hear that, angels. Your best friend is kind of that feeling is coming out sideways by telling acting in a way that feels like you've been betrayed. Now, here's the thing. If the angels were to say to me, yes, there's been a betrayal, well, then we betray your best friend by not having the chance to be honest with you. So that actually is something that they'll say, no, we can't help you channel that rage because we want to give um, Breck and her friend a chance to resolve this. So unfortunately, I can't do the thing and say, yes, this is what happened. I know it's known, but this is what they ask you to do. They ask you to walk into this situation, make a phone call, um, send a text. Phone call would be better, but I think your friend is hurting, so a text might get to her better. And just say, um, I miss you. I feel like something's happened. Do you want to talk? And keep it very, very open. And there's been studies that have been done that when we approach someone in love and we say, I miss you. How are you? The neurons actually open up and are more receptive for those hard conversations. And that's the advice they give you. And also, it's okay for you to say to your friend, 
I got a lot of layers in my life. And so if you're interpreting something from me, it might not actually be happening. It might just me be, I might be balancing myself, my daughter, my career, my friends, um, my family. And that might be part of it too. And I think you both are kind of balancing a lot and then trying to meet up in the middle. This is going to resolve. Okay, you have not lost this friendship, but you do need to walk into it and, and have some healthy communication. Okay, love? Okay. Well, I really appreciate that, Rachel. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you. God bless you today and every day. All right. Love you. I love you. Bye-bye. And we have just a couple of minutes left. So if you are on the line, I'd like you to stay on the line because I am going to get to you, okay? But I don't want to start your call and then have to say goodbye. So um, really quick, uh, I'd like to just tell you, uh, the angels gave me a couple of tidbits today. Um, One of them is, if you have played with a Ouija board, they want you to say a prayer of protection and get rid of that thing. Uh, isn't it funny that they have those for sale at Target, like in the kids section? So a Ouija board opens up a portal or a doorway for spirit to come through, but it's not usually the spirit that you ask for. You may be thinking you're talking to grandma, but you might be talking to something quite dark. And so that's a divination tool. And boy, that's when I get my my warnings um, levels up. And I think many of us have played with those at some point when we were young. And what we don't know, and what it doesn't say in the directions is when you're done, close the portal. It should say in the beginning, what were you thinking, honey, take this back to the store, burn it, bury it, say a prayer. Um, Don't play with those. And when I was preparing for this show today, um, I was told that a lot of people who are listening have Ouija boards in their homes. They may be under your bed or you might not have played with them before. Please hear me and the angels and get rid of them. You don't need those to channel. They are no good. So the more you know, (laughs) a tidbit from our angels. And if you have more questions about that or if you wonder if that's the thing that's been messing with you, um, you know, you can get a hold of me. RachelCorpus.com is my website. You can book a session or um, send me a quick email or something like that. Uh, When we get back, I'm going to answer the question, when did I know I had this gift? And what gifts do you have? And, of course, we'll go to the lines and answer more questions. Talk to you in a bit. You are divine. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. 
Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is You Are Divine with your host, Rachel Corpus. We'd love to connect with you today by having you connect with the show. You may call in to the live show at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect by email to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Now, back to You Are Divine. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to You Are Divine. I am blessed to be your host, Rachel Corpus. I am an angel communicator, psychic medium, and spiritual teacher, and it is my gift and pleasure to be with you today to connect you to your heavenly help and to get loving, helpful, and peaceful messages for you about your life. When we went to break, I posed the question, how did I know when I had this gift? People ask me that daily. I spoke earlier, earlier in the show about how I was born with this gift, and um, I knew that I had it, and then I let it go. I I pushed it down because I was from a small town, probably the most beautiful and supportive small town one could ever imagine, and yet it was a small town, and as a regular kid growing up, I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be weird. So I I pushed that down. And then later on, as things happened to me, um, my, my gifts developed. But there's this really, um, the yes, I hear you, angels. The reason why they want me to speak this out loud is because even though I felt different than everyone else, I was no different. <laughs> They're joking. They say, you were special, just like everyone else. Our angels are so funny, let me tell you. They're hilarious. But here's the thing. You listening today, this is proof that, excuse me, this is proof that you have intuitive abilities because if you weren't into this stuff, if you didn't have questions, you would have ignored that as well. But that lives in all of us. God, your creator, your angels, all that's holy, they want us to experience this earthly life to its fullest, and also to have glimpses of heaven. They want that sunshine to come through the clouds, and sometimes that is through means of connecting with heaven. So yeah, you can always get a hold of me or someone who does work like me to help you, but I want you to know that through prayer and meditation, walking out in nature, um, drawing, journaling, You also can channel your loved ones and angels and the Holy Spirit, Jesus, Mary, God, um, Buddha, um, other ascended masters. You just have to trust yourself, right? And boy, isn't that a big thing? We have to trust ourselves. I would love to go to the phone lines and we are going to connect to Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. Hello. How are you today, love? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Oh, also fantastic. Better now that I get to talk to you. How can I help you? Well, I have a couple questions. Okay, I'm ready. Works, <laughs> works for me. Um, just had some questions about my job and my career. And also, 
about my brother who has passed on. Just okay. how is he doing? You know what? We're going to start with your brother because I betcha your brother's going to be the one to help us with the job career question. So, so let's go about it that way. What's brother's name? Brian. Did you say Ryan with an R? No, Brian with a B. Brian, thank you. B-R-I-A-N? Yep. Okay. And then, um, do you feel comfortable telling me how Brian passed so I can validate that I have him with me? Cancer? Was oh, Okay. And then, um, was he into cars? Cars came to my mind. Um, motorcycles. Oh, motorcycles. Okay. I knew it was something like that. Loud. Very loud. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love him. What's his name? Oh, Brian. Brian. Brian and motorcycles. And it... Yeah. Okay. He's talking really fast. He's so thankful that you want to talk to him and he's got so much to say. How? <laughs> when did he pass? Uh, it's almost been two years. Coming up on two years. It's almost 28. Wow, isn't that amazing that to me, the energy of his passing just feels like yesterday. And you know what that tells me, Stephanie, it tells me that your grieving is right where it should be. Um, I know it's two years. So for the rest of the world, they're probably thinking, oh, we miss him. What a good life. It's been two years. But darling, for you, it feels like a moment ago. It feels like yesterday. Brian says that he feels that with you. What's starting to happen In your grieving process, in the next six months, he says, he says that when he comes to visit you, when you feel his energy, it's going to start to feel like you're enjoying him and it won't feel like a goodbye every time. When spirit passes and they visit us, often if they're our brother, our our parents, our soulmate, our children... When they first come to visit us in the first couple of years, and sometimes longer, it's wonderful, and then it feels like we're saying goodbye over and over. Brian knows, because he's asked your angels about it, that pretty soon when he visits you, I think in dreams and when he's around the house, um, when you think of him, this is going to shift from sadness to laughing and having more memories of him, and it's going to get a lot better. He does want to talk about job and career. So um, me ask, Rachel asking you, what is your job right now, Stephanie? I'm in healthcare. Okay. And do you consider this a job or a career? Um, that's really hard to say. I would say a career because okay. I don't look at it as a job. It's something I enjoy. Yes, and it's your... It, oh my gosh, yes, you're singing my song, yes. So this is something that you do not just to receive a paycheck, but it's how you contribute to the universe. Here's the thing that your angels and Brian are speaking collectively about. The work that you do right now, sometimes the sometimes it gets stunted or stuck because the people you're around are kind of stuck. And it's very possible that you're going to be taking these skills and imagine just imagine lifting that skill set out and putting it somewhere else. This could be a different department where you work or it could be a different location. But do stay open to that. The key here is if you are open to making a change, that's when your angels will start to put wheels into motion. And also hear me. 
you have to say to your angels, I want your help. I'm ready for your help. Because if you don't, then they can love you, love you, love you, love you, unconditional love, but they can't step in and actually do the work that's going to be a change maker for you. So how does that message sound for you that you could quite possibly pick up what you know and put it somewhere else? Uh, it makes a lot of sense with what I do. Okay. Um, I mm-hmm. Keep it, going, honey. It makes a lot of sense because um, what I do is I'm basically a nurse, and I love what I do. I love caring for people, and I think that's going to continue anywhere I go and whatever I do in my skill set that I can, can, can change depending on yeah. what I specialize in. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you... You could choose any job and or any career, and this care, caring, helpful, healing spirit will come out of you. It's a blessing that you found the healthcare field because this is a direct fit for you. Uh, your angels are stay, saying, and yes, Brian validates, that a way to keep this lifestyle sustainable and happy for you is to make sure that when you're choosing where you're going to work and the people that you're working with, make sure that you get a very clear read on, okay, how toxic is this environment? Because probably every work environment is toxic and dysfunctional at some level. Is it too much for you? Can you work with these people? Will they honor you? Will they accept your creative ideas? Will they celebrate with you when it's your birthday, when you have something wonderful happening? What What's the atmosphere like? And does it feel like it's healthy so that you don't have to take work home with you and you have that break between career and who you are at home? That That seems pretty big. Right now, they seem to kind of be enmeshed where... There's enough stressful stuff happening that I don't feel an emotional break between work and going home. And you deserve that. You deserve that break. Um, I want you to know that Brian leaves coins. <laughs> I'm going to let you go here in a minute, but please look for the coins that Brian sends. And it's shiny, shiny pennies. I okay? see them all the time, actually. <laughs> know that that's him. And so this this message is for you and everybody listening. When you see a, when you see pennies from heaven, that's a real thing. And you can choose to pick it up, knowing that's my gift from, from Brian. Or you can leave it there so another spirit or angel can help their person notice it. So um, both are appropriate and beautiful. But those are for you, my love. <laughs> and I love your brother. Thank what a handsome you. guy. Oh, I just love him. He's funny, too, so that's why I'm kind of giggling. (laughs) He's very I mean, he's giving me the giggles. I just feel joy around him. So that that makes me happy. I get to partake in that. And also, it helps me recognize how much you miss him. And I'll be praying that the grieving keeps moving forward for you. Much, much love. And thank you for calling in. Thank you. And how about Melissa? Hi, Melissa. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am just wonderful. And Melissa, how can the angels and your loved ones help you today? Well, um, I actually had a a brief tarot reading Saturday evening, and um, it was about my job slash career. Um, However, a couple of kind of red flag cards came up for me. Um, one was the devil and one was the hangman. 
Um, And she said that that was like a self-sabotage slash feeling stuck. Um, And both of those rang very true for me. And so she said I had about three more years to kind of get stuff together and really figure out what I'm doing with myself when it comes to my career. Uh, But yet she said it it all felt like... um, I still stuck and I didn't really have that motivation to do what it would take to take me to the next step. So I just wanted to know and get some feedback on that. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because this is going to help a lot of people listening. So um, the the person that read cards for you um, was very gifted. Okay. Full stop. Gifted knew what she was talking about was female, right? Correct. Okay. Gifted, knew knew her stuff, all right? Now, here's a choice we make. When we decide to get into spirituality, we make a choice. Remember, a few minutes ago, we talked about Ouija board um, and, and what we're going to let into our spiritual space and what we're not. When we talk about tarot cards, if you look up the origination of tarot, it's actually linked to holy light, to Christianity. It was a way for people to channel uh, Christianity. After that, if I'm getting, if if I'm remembering this correctly, some of the cards were added in, such as the hangman card, the the devil card, and at times those can be useful. But I will tell you, my angels are saying that when you get those. I call them dark cards or negative cards. When you get those cards, they do not hold the same weight as cards that show you hope and potential. So first of all, when you continue to process that session that you had, um, hear that as one piece of information along with all of the other information that she gave you. But I'm not seeing that... um, I'm not seeing that dysfunction or those negative cards as being primary. What I'm seeing to add on to that session that you had is that um, while you're there, you are going to uh, be the change maker for a lot of people there. You're going to bring your positivity, your strength, and your holy light to make some changes. You are going to be leaving this place. But in the meanwhile, you are fully protected and empowered to receive lessons and gifts from coworkers and supervisors and to learn what you need to know to move forward. I do not get any read of anything bad happening to you or anything negative, um, but it might not be joyful. The joy for you is brewing. It's simmering. It's in the back burner. It's coming for you. Okay? It's just not here yet. In the future, I would encourage you to get some angel tarot cards, and that's a very good idea for you because this is a way for you to channel from Holy Spirit the answers that you need and the potential that is for you from the universe without getting clogged up with, okay, that's a scary looking card. Oh my gosh, I got the death card. I got the, yeah, because sometimes that's just too much for us. So, so let's keep it in the light. Okay. And when I look at your aura, my love, you are made of light. Oh my goodness. The colors around you, you've got yellows and golds and whites. So that's another validation that you should stay in the light when you use those cards. And when you're booking sessions with people 
and it's a tarot session, ask them what kind of decks they use. Do you use angel decks? Do your decks include cards that are, you know, the death card or the hangman card or the devil card? Ask them that. If that's your thing, move forward. If you want to step back a little bit and think about it, also good. Okay? Thank you so, so much for calling in. I'll be thinking about you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a couple emails that I want to get to real quick. I've got um, Brooke asking about her current relationship with her boyfriend. What is up with that? She's got some doubts about that. Uh, Brooke, my love, here's what's channeled from you from, mm-hmm, I've got your angels that have passed and have got a parent also that's passed saying that um, your filter Uh, Because you have lost significant relationships, different types of relationships, friendships, family, um, your filter has changed into a filter that might ask you to question, okay, when is this going to go away? When will this beautiful thing end? Sometimes this same filter will keep you places longer than you should be. And so the advice for you is to take a step back from your relationship. and this is like a meditation. So this isn't, they're not saying break up and then take, then think about it. They're giving you a meditation, sit there quietly, maybe even make a list of pros and cons about what makes me feel good about this relationship, what feels healthy. And then the other side, what doesn't honor me. And then look at that list as if it's you in five years. And if this relationship will fit you as far as the potential for your growth, move forward. What's key for you right now, your angels are saying, is that every relationship you have has to honor you because you're healing a lot of stuff and you're growing, uh, you're growing, you are developing and you're moving forward. So you need relationships that are going to allow you to be flexible. When you start dating, you may be this facet of Brooke. In two years, you are a more brilliant Uh, facet of Brooke and this person has to be able to be flexible and allow you to grow that's the read I get on that all of you listening if you need more information or this has triggered something for you that you want to talk through rachelcorpus.com go there to learn more about me and to book your session Speaking of connecting, I'd love it if you could find me on Facebook. That's at Rachel Corpus. You can uh, follow all the cool things that are happening with this show, as well as appearances that I'll be making. Sometimes I put some information that I've channeled for the day. And I also have a free Facebook Live event on Friday, March 29th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Go to my go to Facebook and like that page so you can be a part of that. And I'll do as many card readings as I can. And like I said earlier, these will be angel tarot cards. So only things in the light. And I'll be back with you soon. Stay stay with me and call or stay on the line. I'll talk to you soon. This is You Are Divine. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life. 
and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European Time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking, the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction, and that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and From the Inside Out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is You Are Divine with your host, Rachel Corpus. We'd love to connect with you today by having you connect with the show. You may call in to the live show at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect by email to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Now, back to You Are Divine. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to You Are Divine. I am your host, Rachel Corpus. And as always, I am filled with love and blessing to be with you in this hour to connect you to heaven and heaven to us. And how is that possible? Well, it's nothing magical. It's nothing mystical. It is beautiful and it is you. You are the connection between heaven and earth. You are the connection. You hold the remote control. You hold the batteries. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? Often we're waiting for messages to come to us and they're around us all the time. And many of us feel messages in our body. I'd like to tell you just something very short about my childhood to give you an example of how I felt the Holy Spirit in my body because I think it's going to resonate with a lot of you from what my angels are saying to me. This is going to really help you. So when I was very, very young, my earliest memory of this happening, I was probably about three or four years old sitting in Mass. I grew up Catholic. And I was sitting in mass and I had my hands folded in my lap. And when uh, my beloved priest started to speak his sermon, when he was breaking down in his own words what the, what the scripture meant, my hands started to get really tight, at, almost like they were hugging each other. Oh, they're doing it right now. And so much so that my knuckles would get white. And I was looking down at my hands thinking, what is happening? I am not doing that. And of course, I pulled them apart. They came apart easily. And when I folded my hands back again, again, they would they would clench so tightly. And then it was gone. And then when I'd be singing a response or something that would really resonate with my heart, I would notice my hands would fold again and clasp, and that that beautiful hug or pressure would be there again. As I grew older, this became one of my um, 
my tools to figure out, okay, what is this a message that I'm getting or am I making this up? How does my ego fall into this? Is this spirit or ego for me? Not talking about ego as far as my self-confidence, but the human side of me. That's how we'll label that as ego. And so going back to church, there sometimes there would be something read that I was not ready for or I did not believe. And when that happened, my hands would do nothing. But when there was something that went deep into my soul, whether that was a past life memory that I could say, yes, I was there, I remember this story, or it was something that was so beautiful and profound, I could feel it changing the fiber of my soul, I would notice my hands would clasp together so strong. In high school, I was sitting by my best friend and This happened during my favorite hymn, and the church was filled. I think it might have been Ash Wednesday. The church was filled, and my friend just happened to come with me to church, and she was sitting by me, and I was filled with such joy that she got the church giggles. So not only did I get to feel the joy from the Holy Spirit in my body, but it had that ripple effect to people around me. And then it was contagious. The rows around us started to giggle. And it was wonderful. And I, I cherish that memory. A lot of you feel spirit in your body as well. Sometimes we hear in our culture, um, what's your gut reaction? Well, that's known as our second brain. You can look that up, what that's all about. Also, many of us hold our stress there and we get spiritual messages there. So sometimes you're in your car and you're about to turn right and you get that punch in your gut or that dull feeling in your gut sometimes like, oh, that's not the right way to go. Listen to that because often that's your angels intervening to say, "Mm, if you go right, you're going to be late. Uh, Go the other way. Take the other way. Or sometimes if we have a job offer and everything looks great on paper, but we feel just kind of icky about it. It doesn't feel quite right. That's a time for you to make a follow up, uh, you know, do some follow up email or make a follow up appointment and just say, you know, I have some more questions. It's not always angels saying, don't take that job. Sometimes it's your angel saying, please make sure. Please make sure. And so we feel things in our body. Sometimes we'll feel stress in our upper back. It might even move into our neck and our head. Boy, I get migraines. Not as many anymore, but when I do, I have to be real careful that I'm listening adequately to spirit because if I'm not, that energy is going to stay kind of clogged in my head area. So just a little tidbit for you. Um, pay attention to your body. And when you, if you are one that feels like you get lots of uh, messages in your body, well, you want to keep your body moving. Yoga is wonderful. Doing some light stretching, going on a walk, raising your hands high above your head, hands to Jesus, <laughs> right? And then uh, exhaling them down and feeling that beautiful energy going through the soles of your feet are very good things to clear messages that you're done getting and also to be receptive to more. I have some email questions that have come in, so I'm going to get to those now. And I have an email question from Emily, and Emily wonders if she's grieving the right way. Um, She let me know that her family often represses their emotions, and I wonder if you're hearing this and thinking, yeah, my family does this too. You know, repressing emotions comes from a very holy place because it's our protective place, and there's many reasons why we repress our emotions. 
First and foremost, because our emotions can be hard to articulate and we wonder if we're going to do more harm when we speak out loud how we're feeling, especially if the person next to us feels like it seems like their grieving is going along fine. And if we say we're not doing so well, well, how does that make us look and will it affect them? Sometimes it's easier to sweep things under the rug. And sometimes that comes through not just when it comes to grieving and stressful things in our lives, but also giving uh, giving love, showing love. Sometimes the ability to do that also gets shoved un- under the rug. Emily, I want you to hear this because you're the one in your family, one of the people in your family that steps through as teacher and healer. So anytime you're with your family and they say, how you doing? And maybe it's that kind of uh, flippant, how you doing? And it doesn't mean maybe they're not really expecting an answer. It is okay. You are empowered and strengthened and protected to say, you know, this is actually how I am. And it may open up a bigger conversation and it may not. But what you've done in that moment is your words have gone through the brain, through the ears and through the brain of that person and down into that person's soul. And so essentially you've cracked them open a little bit. So anything that's been swept under the rug, you've brought it out a little bit and gently and with love. You come through as the person to do that. So when your grieving is triggered or your joy is triggered and you feel like, mm, I don't know if I can share this, go ahead and do it. It's okay to feel weird. It's okay to feel vulnerable. You have heaven behind you, my love. Heaven is behind you. Now, to answer your question, are you grieving the right way? I want you to hear from your angels. And yes, thank you, Jesus, if you'd come forward as well. And I have Mary. Imagine how Mary grieved when Jesus was killed. So she's going to help us with this. God. Oh, she loves you. Oh, she loves you. Oh, that takes my breath away almost. Your grieving is exactly how it should be. You cannot mess this up. Your grieving process is your grieving process. It can be going in loops. It can go up and it can go down. It can go forward and then backwards. You're doing it the right way. You cannot mess this up. A growing edge for you, dear, is for you to make sure that you take time to check in with yourself. You have so many people that you're caring for that sometimes there's not time or intention to just stop and say, "Mm, how am I doing? Your angels say make this practical. When you stop to eat, make that the time you check in with your whole body and your soul. How are you doing? The more you check in with yourself, the better this is going to go for you. But again, you can't get this wrong. And remember, sweetheart, you always have heaven behind you. And your loved one who has passed is coming through to me. And he's saying, oh, my my girl, my girl, I love you. I love you. I'm with you. I know you're grieving and you feel like you're alone sometimes and you feel lonely. But I'm with you. And my goodness, look at that. That person who perhaps was one that didn't share emotions, look how much he's grown. Look how much in the short amount of time since he's passing, he's able to articulate and emote his feelings. How beautiful. Thank you, Emily, for those questions. Um, Jessica, I wrote down your name and then... (laughs) 
I wrote down exactly what the angels said, and they said, numbers, baby. (laughs) They want you to start to look for numbers from them. They're going to send you numbers on license plate. License plates are going to show you numbers on, um, on phone numbers, billboards, on the TV, uh, Facebook. Look for numbers that repeat. These are going to be numbers of probably three numbers together. And once you see one, they're giving me 329 for you, 329 and 981. Once you see those, first of all, look those up because that came directly from them. Other times they're going to send you a number and then you're going to notice the same number in a couple of minutes. Look that up. JoanneSacredScribes.com is my favorite website to look up um, angel numbers. But that's one of the ways that they are communicating with you to help you keep moving forward. They're going to give you specific information. It's going to make sense. If you tend to keep the, if you tend to get the same numbers over and over, keep looking them up because the numbers might be the same, but your situation has evolved. And so every time you read it, you're going to get something new from it. Okay. So that's what they say for you. Um, Let's see here. And I've got Sarah also. She wants a little bit of guidance about her her life. Listen, your angel said that they want you to go within. You're doing a really good job of looking at, um, wondering about, asking questions from outside sources. And they're saying that it's time for you to turn the mirror and go within. They say because of your beautiful past lives and because of the dense and beautiful uh, life that you've had this current life, your soul owns so much wisdom and for some reason they know but I don't know for some reason you're not tapping into that as much as you could so go within when you have a big life question ask yourself first because it's in there all of the data from past lives and from this life is compartmentalized in your soul and will come out when you ask for it they also ask you to watch your thoughts Make sure that your thoughts are positive and they're supporting your needs and your dreams. And they hold high energy when you have thoughts that I can, I am worthy of this, I am a child of God, this is for me. Different than, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I can, I'm worried about the money. And the last thing they want to tell you is to watch your food and your water. Make sure that the food you put in your body is chemical free or doesn't have a lot of chemicals it's not processed uh, watch for that because that does seem to have an effect it makes your thought processes a little bit cloudy okay I hope that helps my loves I know that I didn't get to everybody today um, know that you can get a hold of me um, on my website rachelcorpus.com and you can book a session with me. If you're not in the West Des Moines area, Des Moines area, you can certainly do a phone session. Those work beautifully. And you can also book something with a small group and see what else is happening. I do weddings. I do gallery readings, lots of metaphysical fairs. So check that out. Remember, my loves, you are holy because you're you and you're loved and you are divine. See you next week. Thank you for listening to You Are Divine. Be sure to join your host, Rachel Corpus, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of our program. Until then, remember, you are a divine being, and it only gets better from here.